Warning, this show contains strong language and scenes of a queer nature. Yes! Hi, I'm Josh, and welcome to the Art of Being Queer podcast. Here's a snippet of what's to come. I'm Jay Gregory, and I'm a singer-songwriter from Seattle, Washington. It has that kind of, like, vibe of, like, it's upbeat and it's dancey kind of, but if you actually listen to the lyrics and know what they're about, it's like, wow, okay, it's, it's coming from a darker place. I have this live show that's kind of like David Bowie with makeup and uh, eccentric costumes and things like that. It's kind of like a, a futuristic take on pop music from a queer voice. So E-Flower is a song I wrote actually about my alcoholism. <laughs> a lot of people think it's a love song, and that was really my relationship with alcohol. Like, I, I just lived for it. I was born into a family that, you know, we went to church three times a week. We weren't allowed to listen to, you know, even the Beatles or things like that. It was secular music. I'm proud to spread atheist light and scientific light. You know, hey, if you're, if you're not religious, that's okay. <laughs> Now let's meet the guests of today's episode, Jay Gregory. Hey, would you like to give an introduction? Yeah, definitely. So I'm Jay Gregory and I'm a singer-songwriter from Seattle, Washington. My fiance and I have been working on new music down in LA the last couple of years. And I am often compared to Peter Gabriel and St. Vincent. I have a live show that's kind of like David Bowie with makeup and uh, eccentric costumes and things like that. But yeah, it's kind of like a, a futuristic take on on pop music from a queer voice. Amazing. Okay, so shall we talk about the first song now, E-Flower? Yeah, so E-Flower is a song I wrote actually about my alcoholism. And it's funny because a lot of people think it's a love song. And, and that was really my relationship with alcohol like I I just lived for it uh you know although music has always been you know number one when I was drinking it was just hand in hand and so that song really just talks about how you know it was my crutch and it was my go-to and it, it wasn't really until I quit drinking that I you know saw therapy and, and figured out why I was drinking a fifth a day just to get by and and yeah, so that song really, it's, it has a, it has a, in a way it's kind of like, to me, I love New Order so much and it has that kind of like vibe of like, it's upbeat and it's dancey kind of, but if you actually listen to the lyrics and know what they're about, it's like, wow, okay, it's, it's coming from a darker place. That song's that song's been really cool. It's gotten a lot of radio play and 
uh, it got put in a in an ad for Samsung in South Korea, which was super exciting. So that song's been a little warrior for us, which has been fun. <laughs> That's really cool. What was the advert for? Um, it was for a mobile watch. Yeah, it was really cool, actually. And they used like 30 seconds, you know, with lyrics and the whole chorus and everything. It was it was really exciting. And with what you were saying about drinking, I guess when you're on tour, it's quite easy to get into the habit of drinking regularly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, everyone gets nervous and, you know, it's easy to take the edge off before the show. And um, actually, I remember the first time I, I toured in England, it was like, the most exciting time of my life. I had always wanted to go there and we were actually releasing an EP on Fierce Panda, which was a, you know, indie label that I was so excited about. And we got all this really cool press. But anyway, the most exciting part I thought was that they took care of us so well and they always had just great beer like, you know you could drink on the tube and, uh, so you know as a as a drinker in in london i was having a, a real good time <laughs> okay so do you want to tell us about dinosaurs now yeah so dinosaurs is a song i wrote like pretty close to when trump had like taken over the presidency and it just at, at that time i mean now looking back it seems mild and tame but at that time it just seemed like every time he would tweet or speak or anything it was just madness and and you know stripping rights of women and people of color and obviously lgbtqia community and so as a as a songwriter and an artist it was just like you know you're you're <laughs> Your whole goal you wake up every morning just thinking like how do i write the ultimate fuck you trump song but you know it's it's got to be it's got to have depth and nuance it can't be like like their base you know which is just ignorant and fearful so that song i'm so proud of it because you know the lyrics uh just really do talk to the fact that like you know, yeah, this this person has so much power and it seems so, uh, I mean, frustration isn't even the word, word it, it just seems so disheartening all the time. But it's like you have to find this resolve within yourself and say, I'm not going to listen anymore to the birds chirp down the street, you know, and 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 start creating a positive impact with yourself and then with the person you're next to. And then it goes from there, you know, and and that's that's how you really say fuck you to Trump, you know, is is to be positive and to show light and bring people together because that's the ultimate, you know, weapon that he has is division. Um, and that starts with racism, <laughs> which is the, you know, primary <laughs> uh, platform that they stand on. So, you know, just finding ways that we can combat those things and and music is just in it, to be able to open a dialogue like this because of a song is the is incredible but i you know with that song like when we played it live and stuff it just ah, there's so much power in the room and yeah I, i'm excited to do a little solo version of it for you and and strip it down because it's cool in both forms and and like with e-flower it's like once you know what the lyrics are about it's fun to to dig into songs like that okay now let's take a listen this is Jay Gregory singing Dinosaurs exclusively for The Art of Being Queer.
sight It seems like you've got a tenuous grasp Between your own left and right was absolutely amazing thank you so much for taking the time to record that for us should we talk about what you've got coming up now yeah because we actually so the next single is called don't ever give up and it's going to be out may 15th and we've on monday actually will be our last day of shooting but we've done about six days of shooting for the music video for that we're super excited about it and we have some people helping us kind of spread the word so we're we're excited but that song um is it it's it seems interesting with the times of you know this pandemic that's going on and uh so many people in the in the music and arts community are just 
I mean, reeling with what's, you know, going on with closures of theaters and venues and, you know, so many of us wondering how we're going to make, you know, our rent and things like that. But so the timing of this song coming out is kind of bizarre, but it has a lot to do with basically, you know, going through an upbringing of religious dogma and and that kind of suffocating environment as a queer kid and really just and it was after I quit drinking and and started addressing you know what what all these these issues were that I was trying to bury but you know it talks about just finding that inner child that that true pure little kid in you that that was unaffected, you know, by the outside influences. And when you can tap into that, it's just like, wow, like everything is good. Like life is exciting. And, and, and finding that little string of hope can just sometimes be what you need, you know, in, in a time when, you know, politics and health and all these things are so, you know, frightening. It's just so important to, to hold on to those little, little visions of hope. Um, and so this song coming out is just super exciting and I'm, you know, I'm happy to share that kind of optimism because I think that's important. And, you know, I know how much it means to me when people will hit me up on Instagram like you have or, or anybody, you know, and it means a lot to just have a little bit of light shown from, from anywhere, you know. So I'm excited to release this song and share some light. <laughs> So you mentioned a little bit about growing up in a religious household. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, I was born into a family that we, you know, we went to church three times a week and we went to Christian school from, you know, as long as I was in school. <laughs> and, you know, it just, uh, yeah, really didn't have access to, like, I had to hide my Nirvana records in my underwear drawer. And, you know, it was just, uh, we weren't allowed to listen to, you know, even the Beatles or things like that it was secular music, which is kind of funny. But yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's tough because religion is just so divisive. And yeah, I, uh, I'm proud to spread atheist light and scientific light and things like that. Cause you know, there isn't a lot of support for people who are, or, you know, uh, visibility for people that aren't religious. And so, you know, Hey, if you're, if you're not religious, that's okay. <laughs> and Britain, it doesn't feel like Christianity has the same type of support as what it has in the US. That's awesome. I love that. It's refreshing to hear that. I, I mean, because that's truly like that's Trump's base. Like that's how he uh, is winning. Is that group? <laughs> is he religious? Oh yeah, he yeah he says he's religious, but you know clearly there's not a religious bone in his body. But um, 
but those people are so anesthetized and just deluded that if if he says the word god they're like well at least he's talking about god and it's like oh my god <laughs> y'all are missing the boat <laughs> all right so should we talk about china creek now yeah totally china creek is um that's like my love song for my fiance tim and uh tim is my love and also my lighting designer and that's how we met is he um is a brilliant brilliant lighting artist and uh anyway so we had gone on this tour together and kind of fallen in love over this one summer and i was really like grappling with myself and i was in the throes of my therapy work and just coming to terms with with my life really and who i am and who i want to be and and who i want to represent as jay gregory and all these things i was living in seattle at the time and I was waking up at like three and four in the morning, just like with this insatiable urge to drive to the coast of Oregon, which, you know, I, I'd been to before, but you know, anyway, so I, three weekends in a row, I just madly drove from Seattle to the middle of Oregon. And the third time that I got there for whatever reason, I'd been going to this one specific beach very near China Creek. And um, I just had this like full blown realization, epiphany, whatever you want to call it. And the tide had been back farther than I'd ever seen it before. And there was this cave that had made itself apparent. And it was just this, I was totally overwhelmed by like the nature and the, the sea meeting the forest. And anyway, I just, you know, kind of weeping <laughs> into the ocean, you know, it was just like, you know, I'm gay and it's okay. And I love myself and I'm proud of myself. And, and it just, it just all clicked. And, and I thought, you know, I need to be with Tim. I just, I feel this, this love for him. And so we uh, ended up having a couple more months of dating. And, and then I basically wrote this song like the morning after we consummated our relationship and decided to be together forever. And uh, so, yeah, it's like just an incredibly special song to me. I need a love that'll last. Oh, I need something that kicks hard like a mule. Wood to the teeth. Have you seen us in the mirror? It doesn't make sense to them, but nothing could be clearer to me. You're all that'll ever need. Yeah, is this what it feels like? Is this what the sky looks like up close? I swear I can taste the wind and rain and feel your love for me inside as it grows. So we've been super fortunate to work with this amazing mixing producer and engineer, Craig Bauer, who um, he's worked with Kanye West and I mean, just a million talented people. But um, the work, this was one of the first songs that we actually like finished together. And it was just like a total epiphany for me in the fact that like we moved down to L.A. 
after I had written these songs, like started, I, Charney Creek was one of the first songs of this batch of basically 23 songs that I wrote over the course of this two month period of Tim and I falling in love and, and having all of these experiences. So China Creek was the first that this kind of come to fruition fully with Craig behind the helm. And, uh, yeah, the, the other nine songs that are going to be a part of this album are just, I'm like so excited about them. I can't wait to, to share them all. <laughs> okay. So do you want to tell me a little bit about your songwriting process? Yeah. It's kind of weird. I've been I've been so obsessed with songwriting. Like my my love is like, you know, George Michael, Madonna, Mariah Carey, like just pop songs. Um, I, I love that stuff. And so I just think about songwriting all day and I'm always just kind of stream like subconsciously. I'm kind of making notations and like noticing words that work well together. Um, and then when I sit down to actually intentionally write a song, I feel like there, I'm at the point now where like, it just kind of, it just really comes out and I've been gathering so much, you know, it might be like two weeks that I've been before I actually sit down to write a song, but then when I actually do, it just kind of knows what it's supposed to be. So I'll usually like start with a beat and like just maybe play a simple groove or something. And then lately I've been doing a lot more on piano, but I'll just, you know, I'll basically play a chord and then a, sing, a, sing a melody line as far as I can take it with words. And then, uh, and then fill in the chords around that. And then, yeah, I, I pretty much like when I demo a song, I, I build it from the ground up. So it's now it's got a beat, it's got a chord structure with a piano, it's got a vocal and a lyric. And then I add a bass guitar and, and a regular guitar <laughs> just to kind of see what all the voices might bring out melodically. And then I'm usually like, OK, I don't want to do too much more until I know I'm going to do a final version of it because um, I like to leave a little bit of room for whether that's Craig right now I don't see myself working outside of just myself and Craig Bauer but um, like in, in that situation I like to just have that moment of creativity where we're on the phone and he's heard the song now and he's like okay you know this is what I'm hearing and then that inspires me and we go from there but it's it's become a really uh, a process that I really feel like I have a great handle on and I understand how I see things as a writer. So it's it's actually really exciting because for years, you know, you're oh, is everything I do good enough or, you know, you're just constantly worrying. And I think I've finally kind of gotten a little bit of freedom for that, which is cool. Okay, so do you want to tell people where they can find you now? Yeah, so I'm most active on Instagram, uh, which is at J Gregory Music, J G R G R Y Music, um, and Spotify. It's always huge if people follow on Spotify and stream on Spotify, um, or you know Apple Title. All that stuff is huge, um, and it's J Gregory Music on all those. Um, yeah. So sadly, that takes us to the end of another episode of the Art of Being Queer podcast. I'd like to thank Joe Gregory for being such a great guest. 
I'd like to thank our Patreons, Damo Demi, Alpha Wings, Laura Rodham, and Adam Heller. If you'd like to support us and get early access to future episodes, head over to patreon.com forward slash the art of being queer. Final thank yous to Queen Toast for creating the instrumentals used in the background of this podcast. And thank you for listening. See you next time.